0: Hello and welcome to the Skin Nerd Podcast, a skinthusiast dream or a nosy Parker's delight as we delve into human skincare cabinets one product at a time. From former World to currently after receiving her Master of Science degree in personalised nutrition and best-selling author Rosanna Davison, Is There Nothing You Can't Do? Here is a well-rounded individual I am delighted to welcome to our podcast.
1: Thank you very much, Jennifer. Thank you for having me.
0: And welcome to Nerd HQ. It was a little bit of a trek for you to get here, so we do appreciate it. A
1: little bit of rush hour traffic. I think the kids are back in school, so it's a bit hectic out there.
0: Makes such a difference. And then stress and skin, I hope, won't affect you tomorrow. You're not going to wake up at the spot and be cursing the
1: skin nerd, are you? Well, it would be quite ironic if I (laughs) did.
0: (laughs) Our goal today is to talk through your skin, really help you. And I suppose if I could really dig your brain about, dig your brain... I'm going to say that
1: That you? sounds kind of cannibalistic Doesn't I hope it. you're not into that
0: <laughs> no, I want to learn a lot more about nutrition and just mm. as always well, get the top tips and tricks and the science behind it because I think we're called the Skin Nerd as a company but you are possibly one of the biggest nerds I've ever met <laughs> you adore research white papers clinical you mm. love
1: data am I right? I do um, the science degree you just mentioned was very very little actually about food and very much focused on statistics genetics diseases the application of the science of nutrition to diseases um you know calculating kind of nutrition plans for people calculating um all sorts of numbers and figures and as you mentioned data so I do I, I'm still a little bit shook from <laughs> last year and getting the dissertation done over Christmas but um I did enjoy it it was what well you worth do doing
0: to celebrate the fact that you have it now under your belt
1: um, we Well, I officially graduated in July, so only quite recently, thank you, over in London at Middlesex University and just spent a few days over there with my family and uh, husband Wes and went out for a nice meal and yeah, just enjoyed kind of the, the celebrations, I suppose, I was able to really focus on um, visualising myself in the gown, accepting uh, the degree. And that sort of helped me um, through last year because it was quite intense.
0: Was it a space of one year that you completed it?
1: Yeah, so the Masters can be done full-time in one year or part-time over three years. And most sane individuals choose the part-time (laughs) option. But I squeezed it into one year. Um, It was about 40 hours a week and then 600 hours for the dissertation. But it was just one of those... um, years I guess where I didn't have kind of contractual obligations that meant I'd have to travel or be in certain places and I just felt I had the time to squeeze it into the one year so I just kept a low profile and kind of kept off off radar and just got it done just got the head down and a year goes surprisingly quickly anyway.
0: I think when you're immersed in something like that it must feel like a long day when you're in it but then when you look back I suppose you just you've completed so much within a short space of time.
1: You do and I think one of the best ways to learn is to just immerse yourself in the information and just focus on it and be obsessed with it and you know I'm really glad it's done now. If I was to
0: rewind where did the love of the, like I know obviously as you said it's more science and nutrition necessarily but like where did the love of food and nutrition come from? Has it been something since you're little? Is it something from your modelling
1: I think so. Um, Growing up, my mum grew her own vegetables um, in the garden. I was really into kind of eating organic vegetables and um, I did athletics quite seriously as well growing up, high jump and hurdles um, throughout school. So I was really interested in performance and kind of sports nutrition and how maybe what you eight would impact your performance, your energy levels. And then I really loved biology when it came to leaving CERT and particularly human physiology. Um, and then when I went to UCD, I studied history of art and sociology. And at the time, I was sort of swerved in that direction by my career as guidance teacher, even though I thought maybe I'd want to study something like I don't know, physiotherapy or sports science but she said no do a general degree and then you can uh, specialize later on and but through UCD uh, my boyfriend at the time was studying agricultural science so I used to go to his biology lectures and oh, really? take notes for him I loved it that much so it really grew from there um and then when I what when I was I was about to say what age I was. I won't say that because I'll sound ancient. Um, but when I was in my mid-twenties, I decided to go back to college and I did a three-year course in nutrition um, and did all sort of the clinical training there. And then I uh, did the master's then just last year. So
0: And then from a career perspective, it obviously opens up so many different possibilities for you so where do you see it will you work with people one-on-one do you want to lecture like where do you see yourself fitting into
1: um yeah I mean as you say it does open up a lot of doors in terms of um you know as you say lecturing writing researching um data data you'd be you'd be in your element yeah absolutely I haven't I do need to sit down and kind of think about next year um at the moment i'm preparing to be a mom for the first
0: time time. this is so exciting and huge congratulations from all
1: of team nerd thank you so much it's it's very very exciting we're due second half of november um we're into the third trimester now so So it's it's all feeling very real um but yeah i feel like um with all my study last year i'm in you know a good position to be able to kind of make good food choices as well for her. Yeah. And oh, um, we're course. having a little girl. So, uh, um, you know, it's, it'll stand to me, I suppose.
0: Do you feel that when you, when you become a mum, do you feel that you'll bring all of that in? Like, will you be strict? Will she... Be allowed to eat all sorts of food or is she going to... If her dad's only saying it, she'll
1: be allowed to have a McDonald's from time to time. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll be super strict. I'm not super strict with myself either. You know, I think you have to enjoy your life, enjoy your treats, um, have that glass of champagne at the weekend if you really want it or have the piece of chocolate. Um, and I've become more relaxed in my approach over the years as well. Um, so I think I will... You know, maybe follow a sort of 80 20 rule where yeah. you're, you know, you I think that's
0: healthy, healthy. in
1: general, is Yeah, it? healthy most of the time, and then have that in little. In the nerd
0: world, we room. talk about really feeding the skin from the inside and then the outside and then on top. And then when you had been doing your events, I think it's about three years ago now, yeah. you'd very kindly thank you, asked me to attend. Thank you. And the amount of information that you gave to people at that day still blows me away. Like, there's so many events in the country all of the time, but the content that you gave was just second to none with regards to food and skin am I right in saying that you did you always have good skin did you suffer with your skin in the past how would your relationship with food and skin be
1: I suppose one of the reasons I became more and more interested in functional medicine and nutrition which is really what I studied um, is because I was diagnosed with acne in my teenage years and um, at the time I didn't I suppose look at my lifestyle and my diet as in any way contributing to my problem skin I put it down to teenage hormones Hormones, yeah everyone loves that word don't they yeah masks and blankets what it could potentially be it does and you know I became more interested in what skincare products I was using and being really hygienic about not touching my face and you know changing pillowcases and not sort of having hair too much against my face and all those things and it was really when I started looking more um into my skin from the inside out and from more of a dietary or functional um, holistic approach that um, my skin did clear up eventually by itself and I really changed my diet I cut out things like processed food sugar uh, refined sugar um, and just in
0: your teens that you cut this out
1: it was probably my early 20s at this stage. Okay. Um, I tried various things, topical treatments, antibiotics, um, and things would work maybe in the short term and then yeah, long term. Um, it wouldn't work so much in the long term. So maybe it was partly hormones or hormonal, but um, it was really when I did look at my lifestyle um, and improve my hydration and probably you know, partied less and slept more as I kind of went through my 20s and um you know it made a real difference looking at my nutrition my food intake um when it came to my skin so I I really saw the difference um is
0: there a particular thing that you find is a trigger for you or in I suppose in your working world do you find a sugar exasperate issues is there a common food group or product that you think does irritate the skin
1: I personally found that yeah refined sugar um you know, stress definitely makes a big difference. Um, I was very stressed last year studying, so um, it definitely made a difference to my skin last year. Certain products actually also, even a couple of days ago, I broke out in a bit of a kind of a... Sp- body section in my cheek from using a a concealer I hadn't used before. So definitely certain products. There must be an ingredient, ingredient, I'll pick your brains in a while about that. Um, But there's probably an ingredient that I'm a little bit allergic to. So I do have to watch um, and, you know, use the most natural kind of products that I can find. Um, But certainly just improving my diet in terms of making sure I was eating a wide range of colorful fruit and veg and healthy fats I think make a big difference to the integrity and the structure and the texture of your skin. Uh, I started taking... people hear
0: the word fats though don't they? I think mm. we're getting better but I think people hear the word fats and they're almost terrified of it so what examples would, would you give that would be the easiest ones to get into our diet?
1: Well certainly well it's called an essential fatty acid for a reason but omega-3 and particularly your EPA and your DHA so if you're someone who enjoys oily fish like salmon, mackerel, sardines um, two to three times a week then you're probably getting just about enough but if you're someone like me who doesn't eat fish or if you don't like fish um, then it's an essential fatty acid that you're missing out on and it's really important for it's called your phospholipid bilayer I'm sure you're very familiar with it in your skin cell um, outer layer but it's important for just supporting the structure and integrity of your cells um, all over your body. Um, So if you're not getting enough of it, then you may kind of start to see symptoms of less than ideal levels of omega-3 so you know your dry skin and flaking skin and so what I do is I'm vegan so I take a vegan algae based omega-3 supplement every day.
0: That's actually a really commonly asked question that we get Mm -hmm. and I never knew the answer so there are obviously there's options out there so is there a particular one that you love or is a particular level that somebody should look for when they're in the health food shop
1: there are a couple of different brands nordic naturals does a good algae based one and really you're just cutting out the middleman which is the fish Um, the fish eat the microalgae in the sea the spirulina chlorella those types of ones and that's where they get their um, fatty acids from um, and they make their way into the fish, fish's tissues and um, so you know there are options definitely if you're someone who doesn't eat fish but that's you know it's, I really highly recommend um, either eating oily fish or taking a supplement daily for um, your your skin structure um, smoothness it makes a big difference you know the bumpy skin you can get in the back of your arms
0: polaris is yes. the, yeah the KP if people call it chicken arms they call it the most horrific names for themselves but you find if you have EFAs in your your diet you're less likely to see and feel
1: it I do find it makes a difference to the backs of my arms mm-hmm. especially in winter time and I think we're coming um, we're coming into autumn we're coming into time of year now where you may use your central heating more and um, certainly in Ireland it can get you yeah Anna,
0: well I've had the heat on all summer so I don't know <laughs> if that's definitely something that I should be promoting but yes <laughs>
1: but yeah I definitely find my skin can change a little bit coming into winter time so if I'm careful about taking my daily Um, omega-3s, then that really helps. They also have a superb anti-inflammatory effect. And I did part of my dissertation on um, polyunsaturated fatty acids, so um, EPA and DHA. So I did a lot of research into the anti-inflammatory effects. Um, as well Do you mean
0: from, from inflammation in the joints not just obviously skin so it'll obviously help what psoriasis, eczema, acne, rosacea Yeah
1: sort of inflammatory conditions yeah you mentioned a few of them acne um you know, sort of pain, inflammation in the body, um, even inflammation that isn't necessarily symptomatic as well. Um, So omega-3s are a top tip, um, but you do get an anti-inflammatory effect from what's called the ALAs found in, say, your walnuts, your flaxseed, canola oil, um, your avocados, your kind of monounsaturated fatty acids as well, your nuts and seeds. Um, olive oils, those kinds of fats. So I would, you know, I'd say to people, if you are a little bit afraid of fats, um, use them sparingly. They're still um, sort of nine calories per gram of fat, um, which oh, is... I didn't
0: realise that. Okay, that's a good
1: rule. Yeah, sort of double. So if you look at, say, um, protein, there's about four calories um, per gram of protein and um, over double that in fat and I'm not necessarily a calorie counter whatsoever but if if a you are yes. then it's a good guideline yeah, to good follow benchmark. so you know a, a tablespoon of olive oil over your salad is perfect um uh, you know, a small handful of nuts and seeds or half an avocado a day. Obviously, if you're trying to put on weight, if you're particularly active, then a full avocado or a couple of handfuls of nuts and seeds. Um, but they definitely have a beneficial effect. And even they provide, you know, nutrients like zinc, which is really important for skin, um, your vitamin E, almonds are a great one to eat for your vitamin E, um, and your antioxidant nutrients like AC and E. Um, if you eat a balanced diet, with as I mentioned earlier, plenty of um, colourful fruit and veg, then you know you really do protect your skin in, in so many ways with the antioxidants and various anti-inflammatory
0: antioxidants compounds. Aren't given enough airtime, though, <laughs> surely not. I think people understand that they are important but I don't think people understand what an antioxidant is. Can you break down the word antioxidant for us to understand it?
1: Antioxidants are compounds found um, primarily in colourful fruit and veg and and also in nuts, seeds, legumes as well. Um, they are... Plant compounds um, that actually help to protect um, plants from kind of being eaten by insects, say, and foreign invaders. But they're so important for human health, for cellular protection, because they help to, to mop up the damage done in everyday life. You know, if you smoke cigarettes, if you're out um, walking along the street um, every day, the pollution that you get from car fumes. Um, they're just really important for protecting your cells from, from cellular damage. So, you know, for example, you've got this gorgeous plate of uh, blueberries, grapes, and uh, strawberries in front of us. And strawberries, berries, all types of berries, strawberries and blueberries um, are really high in antioxidants. They're really important to include in your diet every day if feasible. Even frozen is excellent as well because they do maintain most of the goodness.
0: That's what I was going to ask. So, obviously, we have our beautiful plate of fruit here. And what, uh, what, Is it really hard for us to figure out what nutritional value we're getting from food? Because the way that you cook it, the way that it's grown, the soil that it's grown in, how long it's been transported, how they've been fertilized, is that something that you take into consideration? Uh,
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think nowadays, you know, you have to think about the air miles um, of food. They can lose nutrients over um, a certain amount of days when they're transported. Um, Storage cooking techniques um, do kind of reduce the... Certain vitamins like um, your B vitamins and your vitamin C are water soluble, so you can lose um, a lot of their goodness in the cooking process. Um, generally, choosing organic, if possible for you, is a great, great way to, I suppose, support your intake of nutrients as best you can. Um, you know, you have to think about soil, um, quality, season, seasonal foods. If you can choose local seasonal foods, go to your local farmer's market. Um, if you're lucky enough to have veggies in your garden. Does then your mom still grow veggies at home? She does. so She's great. Um, I pop over, you know, I call into my parents a couple of times a week and I always leave with a bag of kale <laughs> or broccoli or spinach. Do you so grow any so yourself? Brilliant. We don't grow any at the moment, although we do have a plum tree outside. However, it Which uh, comes into fruition and. In, uh autumn so that's always Good. nice
0: that's coming now then
1: yeah that'll be you coming soon off. and I do I have a little um I suppose kitchen shelf of herbs that I grow and sprout so I do a bit of sprouting and I, I grow coriander herbs? I really like coriander parsley and um, they have loads of benefits and um, you, you know provide iron and vitamin C and um, various minerals and nutrients so I think so a million. lot of flavor as well
0: Fla- yeah, well, that's, I suppose when you're vegan as well, people, when they eat meat, they tend to lean on the meat and the sauce for the flavour. But I think whenever I'm out with friends that are vegan or plant-based, they just have the tastiest food because you tend to put more time into... Flavoring it, don't you? You
1: definitely do. You think about, I suppose, the flavors a bit more. I love using um chili and, um, herbs, spices, things like smoked paprika goes into a lot of my food. Okay. Um, soy sauce. Um, I love sesame oil. You know, there's so much you can do to really spruce up vegetables, um, uh, uh, and you know, just improve the flavor of kind of salads and steamed veg as well. Are you a good cook? I am I'm okay. I can rustle up something if I have to. But funnily enough, when I was doing the my cookbooks a couple of years ago, Eat Yourself Beautiful and then Eat Yourself Fit, I found that I was focusing. I was cooking every day. I was thinking of recipes. I was practicing recipes. I was, you know, perfecting them. I was poor Wes. My husband got an awful lot of green gloop and mush to dry on a regular faces. basis but I found <laughs> if I passed, passed the man test you know the carnivore man test this and I true. was doing well um, especially with the desserts and things Is but he I, vegan at the moment? He isn't he does eat a bit of chicken and eggs as well but I mean I just leave him at it so yeah. I kind of cook the veggies in the, the evening and he does the rest for himself um, but yeah, I just found that I was so focused on that for a few years that when I didn't have to think up any recipes anymore or practice them, then I enjoyed not cooking for a while. I think it's
0: like a burnout, particularly when you have a project like that and it's back to back with books. It feels like just work. Success. Yeah. it yeah, must get to a stage where you're like, I am done. Yeah. Suffice so to summarize the key ingredients that you would say are nutrition that we should have for food. So essential fatty acids what else oils
1: your um, vitamins a c and d mm-hmm. they're antioxidant vitamins yes. and you know i would look at um, the orange red green uh, fruit and veg for beta carotene which is an important antioxidant nutrient so things like sweet potato butternut squash they're so easy to bung in the and oven and roast and delicious yeah um carrots are great your leafy greens are so important uh, particularly for supporting liver function they contain um sulfur compounds and um, that help support your liver function so a well functioning liver supports you know the rest your of your body very well
0: do you find with friends and family because you have so much knowledge and insight do you find it hard not to give them advice if they say they're not feeling well Like how a few you... years
1: ago maybe when <laughs> I started afraid. studying nutrition I was a pain in the hole <laughs> it's like
0: when <laughs> somebody goes up smoking they're like the worst person ever for against
1: yeah anxiety. they get all judgy yeah. Um, yeah they hated having me over for dinner or inviting me to restaurants. <laughs> at the beginning because <laughs> I'd, you know, say, oh, you shouldn't be having that much sugar or blood, flour, salt. But now I just leave them to us. I kind of. But we're all responsible for ourselves. So at the end, we are, and most people have a fair idea of what makes them feel good and not. And that's something I say even about plant-based eating. You know, it's not necessarily for everyone all the time. And um, I find it was something that really made me feel good. It helped to support my skin health, my energy levels, my sleep was better. But then I look at someone like Wes, who really um, benefits from having a bit of chicken eggs or fish in his diet so you know you really have to figure out just what works for you what you feel good and if you feel good doing it if you're full of energy you know enthusiastic you're not getting bored of what you're eating then that's a really good sign
0: yeah you mentioned having had acne as a teenager so then is it something that you felt really debilitated you did it affect you it's hard not to did you find that you leaned towards makeup or what was your kind of way to hide in a sense.
1: Yeah, I can imagine, or I can think back to when I was 16 or 17 and I used, I used all sorts of tricks really to hide my face from covering it with my hair, to wearing makeup, to, um, not going, you know, under certain spotlights, all sorts of things. And I think when you're very self-conscious about your skin, you do, um, look at every way you can sort of hide it. And I'm still guilty of wearing, you know, more makeup than I, need to and still you know hiding away from spotlights in restaurants so I think it never leaves you Um, but whoever said that spots clear up after your teenage years was lying because you know absolutely I still find I get those hormonal break breakouts it's nothing like a, a good hormonal you know, giant chin boulder once a month.
0: <laughs> I do think you're right, though. I think that unfortunately when you've had any skin condition, it kind of stays with you. Like we would see a lot of clients mm. in their 30s, 40s, and they might not have had a spot like a, a proper breakout in over a decade, but they still have that emotional attachment that they have had acne in the past. So they lean on all their, I suppose, their products and, and makeup, I suppose, to Absolutely. kind of just give them that confidence. And that's fine. If that's what people have to do.
1: Absolutely. To it's, do. it's almost like a trauma you had when you're younger where you you define yourself as someone with bad skin and yeah. even though my skin is very um you know stable now it's in terms gorgeous. of breakouts um it, it, you're right it still doesn't leave you you still kind of define yourself as someone who has to hide their skin and um hormonally
0: do you still get breakouts
1: the odd time i'm not Nothing too bad do. yeah
0: do they leave little marks or anything behind or do they just clear up once, once you've had them
1: they might leave yeah blemish for a week um, but I, I I'm a big fan of IPL actually yeah, I go for oh very good. Um, yeah I wanted to mention treatments that I love so I started doing IPL only maybe every two to three months it's not that often and um, before my wedding and it was really just to you know tone down kind of blemishes or any pigmentation and you know I've listened to your advice and my mum's advice over the years and I wear my factor 50 every single day of the year on my hands chest neck face And um, but I still do you apply find it? do you apply SPF to your hands I do so That's I have brilliant. I have a little bottle of SPF in my car and right, um, so I pop that on my hands um you know just to try and whatever keep whatever part you're showing yeah. I'm not like Madonna in the future with gloves on <laughs> well you've got everywhere. a beautiful look <laughs> Um, so I do that, but I still find if I'm in the sun, even wearing a hat, I do get a little bit of pigmentation on my cheeks. So I found IPL is great for that as well. Lift. Hurts like hell, but it's only for a few minutes. When you get your pigment treatment done, do you find does the pigment lift
0: and then it looks a little bit dirty and then it scabs off? Not scabs, flakes away. Yes, that there's something really satisfactory about that, it though,
1: isn't there? It's it like is. You enjoy after it. after about five or six days, um, yeah, you're right. It looks kind of grubby, yeah. and it's really hard to hide and then You just exfoliate, and your skin is just baby soft and really kind of fresh and clear looking, and it just gives your collagen a good boost as well.
0: So, you are a fan of IPL and treatments. Is there any other treatments that you tend to go for? Is it hydrofacial that you'd said to me in the past that you enjoy? Yeah, I've, I've
1: gone for hydrofacials quite a bit at Beacon Face and Dermatology and find them great again after maybe four or five days. You really see the benefits. Um, so I take a very much from the inside out approach to skin care. Um, as I mentioned, the sleep hydration, stress reduction, um, the diet. I didn't mention digestive health. Um, I do find that if I look after my digestive well-being, then it does benefit skin.
0: In what way? So what would you do or how would you know if it's a healthy or unhealthy
1: well, we're not so much what we eat as what we absorb. So I think if you can really focus on optimizing your absorption um, and your digestive well-being, then it makes a big difference to um, your skin and even your hair and nails. I find my, my hair and nails stay stronger and, and grow much better. It makes sense so, though, because you're
0: basically giving your body the nutrients it needs all over if you yeah. can
1: absorb it. Um, So I really, um, as I mentioned, focus on eating a wide range of different type of plant fibers and and fruits and vegetables because the wider your range of um, plant fibers, then you can feed your your gut microbiome or gut bacteria with um, a a great range of different fibers. Um, Prebiotics um, are maybe a word that people will be familiar with or, or not I think people are very familiar with the word probiotics Probiotic, but prebiotic fiber helps to also feed your gut bacteria and you get that from foods like bananas chicory leeks raw onions and garlics garlic as well so your breath may stink but your your gut <laughs> bacteria will be not happy
0: not for a date
1: no <laughs> not your first date anyway I'm banned from eating garlic at home but if Wes is the way really <laughs> Uh, but I think if you both eat it at home, then it's fine. Exactly, it's yeah. smell it neutralises one Smell smell of the other. Um, things like fermented foods, sauerkraut. It's not that sexy, but it is um, beneficial to your gut bacteria. And um, probiotics. There's been an awful lot of research exploring the the role of probiotics in gut health recently, um, and people may be familiar with the idea of the the gut brain axis as well. So I think your gut. It is you know that middleman between the outer environment and your inner environment and if you can really um, maximize your absorption and your gut health then maybe minimize the the foods that irritate your gut so you know after eating you may feel swollen or gassy or bloated and um, then you can eliminate eliminate you know yeah eliminate the foods that can cause that
0: if you're looking after yourself inside and you have the various different ways in which you do how religious are you with external Do you feel that it carries weight or do you feel that if you're looking after these parts, you just really need to cleanse and SPF?
1: No, I think it needs to be a good um, inside, outside approach. So I am, I have listened to you as much as I can over the years um, and definitely listened to your talks at my workshops a few years ago as well. Um, So big into serums. um, So I would use a, say in the evening time, I do a double cleanse with um, I like an oil based cleanser actually I find it lifts
0: it definitely removes makeup in seconds yeah. it? and it's gone and then do you follow that with really like a does. cream or a
1: gel yeah so I'd use um, Trilogy does a nice one and um, Hessel and Morse yes. that's it I was going to say Messel and Porter <laughs> Um, they a do a nice one well. as well, yeah, they Irish do. brand. Um, so I'd use an oil-based cleanser and then I'd use a foaming cleanser. Um, there's one I tried years ago that I've stuck with called MD Formulations. Oh my goodness, that's so hard to get. Where do you get that? Then? I bought it online. Okay. Um, I bought about I stocked up with about ten big salon bottles right. a few years ago. Are they still ago. in danger? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <Check>. <laughs> so um, I will. So that one or an image um, foaming cleanser but I do like the ones with kind of acids in them. Is that psychological because
0: of your skin history that you like something that's a wash that you feel thoroughly squeaky clean thereafter?
1: I think so it could be and maybe a few years ago I was advised by um, a facialist to use like a glycolic based cleanser and that would just help to kind of brighten up skin so probably yeah and I think if you've ever struggled with breakouts or or bad skin then it can um, make you extra conscious about cleaning your skin of course um and just cleanliness as I mentioned like pillowcases and towels and things like that serum wise Um, what's your go-to serum wise I'd use a hyaluronic acid serum or a vitamin c serum um or retinols as well Um, do
0: particular brands that you lean on like if I was to go to your bathroom press now what brands will always be there?
1: I do. So I would have lots of Environ skincare, care, um, Image Skin Care, the MD, um, Pestle & Mortar. I have, I um, can't think of the name of it now, but, they're but a Swiss things. brand. Yeah, they're all kind of the cosmeceutical kind of with active ingredients. Um, and an in SPF, do you apply it every day? SPF, yes, I applied every day. I'd even apply it if I'm not leaving the house. You know, if I'm working right. from home, I'm conscious of you know, say blue light from computer screens or lights just from the ceiling. I think you said that at one of my workshops. To um, people get so scared,
0: especially years ago when I would have said it now. Like say, for example, our skin ingredients SPF has the HEV protection in it, mm. so your high energy visible light. So does Murad. Lots of brands are starting to. Mm. But four or five years ago, people thought that it was almost like I was scaremongering. But the reality is we are exposing ourselves to such synthetic Mm. light in such close proximity for such long periods of time like last year when you were completely immersed in your masters how many hours were you in front of a
1: screen so it's important to think seven or eight hours a day it would have been and then you have the light shining in through the window and even when I'm in a plane I really think of the you know the light coming in when you're that high up above the clouds yeah you
0: travel a lot for work don't you
1: I do I've um, management in Germany so I'm back and forth a lot to Germany and the UK a bit as well so um, any top
0: tricks or travel tips to tell us
1: Definitely. Well, there's no room for vanity when you're flying and definitely not in a long haul flight. Um, I work with a, a group of hotels called Constance Hotels. So I design their um, healthy eating wellness menus for them. And they've got eight, soon to be 10 hotels across the Indian Ocean. So once or twice a year, I go over and meet with the chefs and management and talk about the new season recipes and of course, taste them. And my goodness, your your own recipes taste so much better when, when they're made by like, professional <laughs> yeah. chefs especially yeah. black calorie absolutely but when I'm on those long haul flights um, get on the plane I cleanse I take off all my makeup and I put on a thick often um i'd bring minis so i'd bring maybe the image skincare minis and use um their thick vitamin c mask and just put on a mask oh, on a plane yeah.
0: hydrating enzyme
1: yeah, yeah i find that good for a plane because you know you do get so kind of dry and hydrated and i probably look mental because i'm sitting there you know with the hair tied up the, you know, the mask on all sorts of things Just went to join the party yeah <laughs>
0: well, don't fair play because my son I travel with him quite a bit and I would wear a sheet mask I'd have my glasses on over my sheet mask I'd have the headphones on and he just thinks I am the most embarrassing to man so, your look.
1: Yeah I mean Wells actually loves coconut oil oh, as good. well as a moisturizer so he'd be sitting there with you know face full of coconut oil. You drink a lot of co- do you still drink a lot of coconut water. Um, I do when I get my hands in it I find it great actually in the summer um, or if you're away in hot country or after exercise as well the um, electrolytes do really help to rehydrate you and it's tasty as well.
0: Because you're vegan I suppose and it's something that you're so focused on and you're what you consume with skincare is it something that you're trying to look into Veganism,
1: vegan. I do brand. as much as possible. You know, if I spot a brand, um, and as you know, we've both worked with Tan Organic over the past few years, and you know, it's a it's a brand that's very much built on its ethos of being cruelty free, organic, eco certified, and vegan. So, you know, I love to work with brands and find brands that um, share the same sort of philosophy uh, approach and philosophy. Um, and certainly with makeup and um, skincare, as much as possible, I do try to source um, the good quality kind of eco brands. And there's some great ones, even in Ireland. Um, you know, you look at Convara, Pestle and Mortar, um, Trilogy. Um, there's some really good uh, brands with high quality ingredients, um, ethically sourced and eco-friendly. So I think it's just the way we all have to... Be hung. Become. It's yeah. the way we have to approach um, our way of living. And even back when I became vegan in 2011, people thought I was so weird, and they were like, "Oh, when are you going to put on your brown sandals and start <laughs> hugging trees? You big hippie!" But you know, now it's really become mainstream, and yeah, um, we're all realizing that. And both for our health and you know the health of the planet, as it's we move it. into the future, it's really important to look at how, you know what food we're eating.
0: Talking about the future and the little people of the future that we have to mind. <laughs> <laughs> that it's such exciting news for yourself and Wes so do you feel that in November you're going to be very short on time I'd imagine yes do you feel that a few things we'll have to understand be great the window or how does that concept how do you feel about it you're yeah. so structured right now
1: it's going to be um yeah a whole new way of life I guess um we're really excited about it so ready great. for it because it's been a few years um sort of happening um, so I, yeah, I feel like we're going to make much more use of home delivery for food <laughs> for, for one thing, um, but I am quite good at rustling up food pretty quickly. Um, you know, it's quite easy to kind of do up a soup or a stew. She'll be a winter baby. So we'll be, um, into the winter foods. And I think before we head off to meet her, cause we'll be away for a month when she's born. Um I think I'll probably do big batches of soups and stews Clever. and curries and steamed veg and um, things like that when I'm home. Yeah, so prep the freezer, try and do loads of that before we go so we just have food on hand. Um but you know my mum's great and she's dying to help out and of she's course. she's like the baby whisperer, she's brilliant with babies. Are your
0: mum and dad nearby.
1: They're just 10 minutes down the road, 10-15 minutes. Um and my mum loves to, you know, Cook as well, so she'll be over with her veggies she'll and her her Nana. food. Yeah. yeah, so she's <laughs> she so excited. She won't care about you anymore.
0: Hope you know that. Oh this yeah, it's all about it's all about the lip. baby. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> first grandchild as well. So it's, it's very so exciting. exciting for the
1: family. Yeah.
0: Time wise, at the moment, how much time do you dedicate to your skin? Like, is Wes beckoning you into the bedroom, like turn off the
1: lights because it's taking you so long <laughs> so to? So at night, nice. he's like, "What the hell are you doing? Why are you taking so long?" Um, I am. Good. I mean, as I said, um, I was trying to say it earlier and then I got totally distracted, but I do my double cleanse and then I put on a serum and then I put on a night cream and um, it could be a vitamin C one from image or it could be a different one but usually something especially I find as I I get older if the house is heated at all in you know particularly over the winter months and I do get more dry skin
0: yeah
1: especially under the eyes here okay I think it's better in summertime and we've had a particularly humid summer yeah of course yeah um so I do that and then dab on the eye cream and then I use a serum to encourage my eyelashes to grow and then serum on my eyebrows and lip balm and hand cream yes yeah, so 20 minutes later he's going what are you doing <laughs> Um, and then in the morning just I'd use um, a to-york cleanse off mist or a similar kind of mist just to
0: makes it um, a difference to remove it physically and thoroughly properly doesn't it
1: it does and your face just feels fresh um, as well so wipe wise I know you're you're not Rosie, I don't
0: know if I want to know the, the
1: biggest fan but then no,
0: I'm aware that you obviously had a, like a large part of your life has been your modelling career so with Miss World and travelling an awful lot Shirley Wipes had to feature at some stage
1: yeah absolutely they've you know there have been plenty of times where i've had a day of wearing heavy makeup and then Appreciate in the car on the way home yeah i'm just you know in the back of the car wiping it off but nowadays if i'm if i'm just sort of working from home or if i have a normal routine where you know, I can just get home and take off my makeup, then I do just use a wipe around my eyes because it's the best way. Say if you have eyelash extensions on or you want to preserve them, then a, a wipe just to take off your eye makeup. Um, I don't know if we can continue this conversation, to
0: be honest, after that. <laughs> <laughs> Even on the eyelid. Just talking about Bit of eyeliner for a moment. <laughs> do you feel that having modeled, did it put pressure on when you had acne breakouts? Did you feel that the next day, if you had a beautiful or a big job on that you're so excited about did your skin affect you in any shape or form?
1: Um, it did to a certain extent, although it had cleared up by the time um, cause I would have started my career in, when I was 19. Um, so I had most of the skin issues probably before that. Okay. So I did find it had cleared up more by that stage. Although definitely through my 20s, I did have times where it would good, be unpredictable.
0: And then I suppose it's top to toe, isn't it? Like there's like people can get do you get dryness or is there anywhere in the body that you said you get keratosis polaris in the back of your arms?
1: Not so much. Well I find I don't once I'm consistent with, with um the healthy fats and you know, I take the um the supplements every day as well and um, as I mentioned I'm conscious about vitamin A um, and zinc is another one that's um, really important for it, skin healing yes. so your kind of legumes your lentils your pumpkin seeds as well and um, if you get into the habit of even sprinkling a couple of tablespoons of pumpkin seeds onto your salad that's a handy way to get a bit of zinc in
0: daily Very clever
1: and seafood if you're a seafood eater as well.
0: I have a few batty buzzer questions as we like to call them where you have to be extremely honest. No lies allowed and I can okay. tell by looking at your eyeballs. I've been very um, honest so far. So You have. So when was the last time you used a face wipe? I think you've answered. So you tend to use it regularly because of your lashes.
1: I do use the water wipes though. I don't use the other ones. So are they a bit better? We'll forgive. We'll, okay. we'll keep her going. Kat. I actually, <laughs> I bought tons of them for the baby. Oh, yeah, so I have her. loads at home. Um, but I do find them more gentle so it's just literally around the eye line where I have a bit of eyeliner on
0: it's, it is it's hard to get in especially when you've lash extensions on just
1: yeah to you don't want something oily as well do you use SPF every single day every single day I every can swear day? that on my absolute life Christmas yes Christmas day included Christmas day down the neck chest arms hands yes. wherever is exposed and you know what my mom years ago said to me if you do anything at all you know if you take any bit of advice that I ever give you it's wear SPF and her skin is gorgeous and she's never had so much as a needle or a bit of Botox or a bit of filler near her skin she's just so natural and if I can even be 10% of what she looks like when I'm older when I grow up I just want to look <laughs> like her Then um, that'll be doing well but she's glorious and she that's her biggest tip to wear SPF.
0: I think it's a it's a it's a solid one and it's true it definitely does I think people don't understand how anti-aging it actually is never mind the fact the skin is an organ you have to respect it and defend it yeah but from an anti-aging more vanity perspective it's important too
1: absolutely and I think people are often scared I know you brought this up actually at your um launch a couple of months ago that people are a little bit scared of the idea of um SPF being really chalky and white and showing up in photography you know in flash camera flashes but i find certain brands are great for um just having really easily absorbed um i think, SPF. Yeah, I think you're
0: right a lot of makeup artists tend to say don't apply an spf if you'll get your bounce back that's where it's where you years ago like yeah. tan on your neck and then casper on your face yeah yeah no i don't know. i think times have definitely changed yeah.
1: if you still get a pimple do you pop it it depends <laughs> that's enough if it's yeah. one of those white head ones that <laughs> are just there and they're that can't be hidden then um, I'd be quite good I'd heat up a bit of water and disinfect the area and okay. um, use it of course because you know. you're
0: a scientist and you're a nerd and you're yeah. an absolute
1: geek not always use a bit of tea tree oil is actually handy really
0: antibacterial
1: yeah and you can mix it up with say sweet almond oil so it's not as um, kind of strong
0: Oh, clever. So you're almost diluting it. Yeah. So it's not, okay, very clever. I like that. Um, What is your biggest skin sin? There has to be a story in the last few years of your life or in your early teens that you did something that you don't want to tell me, but I'm asking you to tell me.
1: I have sunbathed with baby oil on my body. Okay, that wins. That's definitely. Yeah. And my, it was my friend who convinced me that it was a great idea and we'd be so tanned and we'd go back to school, you know, did so you I think we were away over Christmas. I went pretty red. Yeah. Yeah. It was sort of on the shoulders and arms, thankfully not the face. I was more sensible than that. I think she did put hers on her face, but uh, I had my mom's voice in my head. Mm-hmm. But even now I, I just fake it with fake tan when I'm away. I just don't think it's worth it even on your body. Do you body. have
0: a pigment to start with? Like, do you, are you? Like a bronzed human, or are you pale?
1: I would be quite lucky. I'm fairly sallow, so mm. I don't really burn, but I also don't really give myself the opportunity to, to burn jump. as well. I uh, so. lather myself in uh, probably thirty or fifty.
0: And then the last one I have is when is the last time you slept with your makeup on, and why?
1: Um, my goodness, something did happen recently. I'm trying to think. Was it because I was traveling or something? I think it was on a plane, but it wasn't overnight, does that count? Um,
0: I just fell asleep on a plane. <laughs> so it's like you fell asleep during the day, that's why. Yeah. No, so many people still do it, but it's so hard when you're running such a crazy life to be able to ensure that you cleanse and serum and the whole yes. lot
1: all of the time. The thing is, I like my sleep now, so I don't even go out late anymore. So I, I tend to be in bed, get to by 11 or before, so I can't even claim that I'm out partying and that's why it's, uh, <laughs> it's not altogether more boring story. than that. I probably did years ago, definitely.
0: Rosie, I really appreciate you telling us what we should be looking after from the inside and out and give us your tips and tricks and your stories to date it really Thank was beautiful so to get to know. a little bit more than skin surface deep um, I where can our we chat. find you or where can people come to learn more
1: I am on all the different places um, at Rosanna underscore Davison on um, Instagram. I'm on Facebook um, and is my website and um, there are loads of recipes and skin tips and digestive health tips and articles on skin health um, and nutrition all over on my website as well.
0: Well we'll definitely be checking it out and looking forward to the next few months and congratulations again. Thank again you so much. Money. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Skin Nerd podcast. Make Make sure to follow us so you don't miss any juicy skin confessionals for more information on our very own skincare range skin ingredients do visit us on SkinIngredients.com. or for personalized skin advice join the nerd network visit www.theskinnerd.com forward slash online skin consultations and use ooh, the code podcast10 for 10% off nerd network membership speak soon